You're listening to the Garden City Church Podcast. We just want to say thanks so much for tuning in. And if you enjoy what you hear today, please subscribe, share, and review the podcast. If you want to support what Garden City is doing, you can go to GardenCityNW.com slash give or click on give in the show notes. Let's dive into this week's message together. How do you maintain health and compassion in your life when you're going through disruption? I was teaching my son and my daughter uh, to catch this when they were really young. And when I'd start off throwing the ball to them, both of them would just kind of close their eyes, they'd close their hands, and they'd kind of scrunch up, and the ball would like bounce off of them. And I'd say, no, 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 you got to open your eyes, open your hands, and make sure your hearts are open so you're courageous. Don't be afraid. And after a bit of practice, keeping those eyes open, those hands open, and their hearts open, and being brave, they would catch that ball. There's a passage in the book of Mark, it's actually chapter 6, and uh, Jesus has some important moments with his disciples, and I think he can really help us learn how to keep our eyes open and our, our hearts open and our hands open, especially through disruption. So let's jump into this passage. Verse 30, the apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all that they had done and taught. And then because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and let's get some rest. I love this because you see Jesus in the middle of the madness of life and doing ministry and, and helping and loving people. But even he wanted to get some rest and needed to get some rest and quiet. And he pulled his leaders with him and said, hey, let's, let's go get some rest and some quiet. Now, you ever feel that way? Moms and dads, teachers, workers, you ever feel like you need some rest and some quiet? Verse 32, so they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place, a place alone. But many who saw them leaving recognized them, and they ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. So they were going to this solitary, lonely place, be quiet, get some rest. And all the people saw where they were going and just ran there. So they get there and there's all these people. Sometimes disruption is a part of our discipleship. Maybe like this last season, some, many of us have experienced a lot of disruption in the last few years. Uh, disrupted plans, disrupted dreams, disrupted health, disrupted relationships. And we maybe you've been planning and trying and working to get some rest and some quiet, but it just like never seems to happen. Or, or when you go do it, it's there's some craziness that keeps you from resting. Or maybe your mind just isn't able to rest and quiet, even if you get some place that you're supposed to rest. Going on with the story, when Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them. And be, you know, when I'm going through disruption, I've got plans, my, all my plans are disrupted. It's easy to lose my compassion uh, and feel a lot more frustration. But he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And so he began teaching them many things. By this time, it was late in the day, and so his disciples came up to him. They're supposed to have had rest. They didn't get rest. They just have been doing ministry and serving and loving people, but they're tired. They said, this is a remote place, and it's already very late. Send the people away so that they can go to the surrounding countryside and the villages and buy themselves something to eat. Like, let them go, you know, take care of themselves, Jesus. Let's take care of ourselves. In verse 37, Jesus answered, you give them something to eat. Don't send them away. 
You give them something. You serve them. His disciples said back to him, that would take more than half a year's wages. Like there's so many people, like we don't have enough money. He goes on, are we to go and spend that much on bread and give it to them to eat? What the disciples are getting at is they're really saying the need is greater than our capacity. Look at all these people. Look at all the need, all the hunger. It, the need is so much greater than our, than our capacity. Looking out at our world today, have you ever felt that? The need in our world is so much greater than my capacity and our capacity. It can, you can feel a bit hopeless or helpless. In verse 38, Jesus says, how many loaves do you have? He asked, go and see. And so he says, open your eyes, go look and find what you actually have before you say it's hopeless and we're helpless. Look at what you have. And when they found out, they said, we have five loaves of bread and two fish. That's all we have, Jesus. And then Jesus directed them to have all the people sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties. He had everybody kind of sit, take a quiet posture, take a moment of rest. And taking the five loaves and two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. And then he gave them to his disciples to distribute to the people. And he also divided the two fish among them all. And so I want to give you three things that as I've been reading this, just have really resonated with me on how to, how to remain compassionate, how to remain healthy in life in the middle of disruption. And the first is open your eyes. The disciples are looking and they see all this problem, too much need. There's too many people to feed. But Jesus says, go and look and with, go with eyes for grace, eyes to see what God has given us. Not to look for the, you know, the scarcity, but look for the abundance. Not to look for the lack, but to look for the provision. You know, for Jesus, go look for, for bread. Go look for the things that God has put in our hands. As meager as it might seem, and don't forget that, like the disciples seem to forget, that Jesus is in their midst. The Son of God is with them. And if you're a follower of Jesus or you're exploring faith in Jesus, it's amazing to, to realize that God gave Jesus to be, it's God's presence with us and God's Spirit, the Spirit of Christ is with us. And I think when we remember that, we, we can begin to focus on what we have to give and share, not on what we don't have. The temptation during a time of trial and disruption is to focus on scarcity rather than abundance. I mean, just think about a few years ago in North America, we had humans fighting over toilet paper. I remember telling that to uh, uh, some pastors in Sierra Leone. Uh, they were asking us how we were doing in the pandemic. I said, well, the people are fighting over the toilet paper. And they're like, yes, we saw. We've been so worried about America. And we knew that there was a real problem in America when, we, when they were fighting over toilet paper. And uh, one of us asked, you know, did the Sierra Leoneans fight over toilet paper when the pandemic hit? And they said, oh, no, we helped each other. How is Jesus opening your eyes when you go through disruption? The next thing is Jesus saw the crowds and had compassion on them. And one of the things I'm learning is when I open my eyes, it helps me open my heart. And we want to be a church. That's a compassionate church. I want you to be a compassionate person, to have a heart that's open. Then when we have eyes that are open, we can see the grace of God and see his goodness at work. It leads us, when we see lack or hurt, we see people in need, we have compassion. There's this idea that 
compassion is connected to like our, the, the deepest part of a person, like you feel it in your guts, there is no compassion without action. And so compassion isn't just, you know, it's not just empathizing with someone or having sympathy. It's a move of the heart that moves you in it through empathy and probably sympathy to action. There is no compassion without action. And Jesus saw that all these people were like sheep without a shepherd, without leaders. And sheep are kind of silly creatures. If you, you know, study them at all, they get lost a lot. They, you know, they, they need help all the time. And Jesus doesn't just look at them and say, all these dumb sheep. He has compassion on these people. He loves them and he cares for them. And the last thing that's really resonated with me as I read this passage and think about, you know, being healthy and compassionate through dis- disruption is opening my eyes, learning to open my heart in those disruption moments and learning to open my hands, not to be like closed handed. You know, Jesus, he could have given the bread out himself, just taken the bread that was given to him and started the miracle there, this amazing moment. But he put the bread in the hands of his disciples. Because again, he's wanting to help open their eyes, open their hearts and realize that they can open their clenched hands. He puts the bread in his disciples' hands and he says, you give this to them. Jesus wants his disciples to learn to open their hands and give, to share what Jesus has given them. And note this, the bread didn't multiply until it was given. Sometimes we want the miracle before we have to risk anything, before we have to step out in faith. We want God to come through for us. We want the bread to multiply before we've given it. But there's something very powerful in this. When we decide, like, I'm going to open my hands, I'm going to give, even if it's something meager, I'm going to give what Jesus has given me. I'm going to give that. I'm going to share that. That's when it multiplies and what God has given us spreads and it's shared. The disciples forgot who was with them, the Son of God, the giver of life, the creator of all things. Don't forget who's with us, who's leading us. Jesus in this passage is reminding us that he's the good shepherd and that sheep are wise when they listen to the shepherd's voice. Whenever you read this passage, don't forget to look at the results of opening your eyes, your heart, and your hands. The results for the disciples were this. It says in verse 42, they all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces of bread and fish the number of the men who had eaten was 5,000. And so that's not even listing the number of women and children. There was a lot of people there. When we're being shepherded by Jesus, when we're being disciples or learners of Jesus, it's the, this pattern I see happening in my own life. And I see it in this passage, the opening of our eyes, the opening of our hearts and hands. But it all starts with listening to the voice of the shepherd. When disruption comes, so easy to get divided in these days that we live in. So easy to close our eyes, to close our hearts, to close our hands, close our ears to the voice of Jesus. But we can trust Jesus to guide us on our spiritual journey. He will lead us to rest in green pastures, beside quiet waters. He will refresh our souls, even in the darkest valley when we go through it. We don't have to be afraid because he's with us and he puts us in right relationship with each other and with God and Jesus is the good shepherd and he's here right now with us.
are our eyes open to see it? You know, if this message has been resonating with you and maybe you've gone through some, some disruption or disruptions and, and you'd like to just, I don't know, just listen to the voice of Jesus and get back on track, feel the, to be compassionate and healthy, would you just pray this prayer with me? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for being the good shepherd who leads us and even laid down your life for us sheep that had gone astray. I commit my life to following you, to listening to you. Jesus, would you help me to open my eyes, open my heart, open my hands to your love and for your love. I give my life over to your love and leadership the best I know how. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, I love you so much. Um, if this was encouraging to you, share it with somebody. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions or comments about today's message or would like to contact Garden City Church, reach out at info at gardencitynw.com or click contact in our show notes. Garden City services are made possible by your generosity. Your generosity is love in action. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.